pottering around the countryside in something like this 1938 Morgan 44 flat rad wasn't unusual in the past. Skinny tyres and a lack of weight made it relatively easy to tackle a little off-piste driving. Many even took it a stage further, taking part in competition trials. Now Morgan has decided to head back off-road, and in no uncertain terms. I never thought I'd do it in Morgan. <laughs> That's insane. That really is every bit as steep as it looks. <laughs> This is the Morgan CXT, and it's not a prop from a new Jurassic Park film. Morgan is actually going to build and sell some of these. Here to explain more about it is John Wells, Morgan's head of design. This is extraordinary, isn't it? I mean, it looks like one of those sort of Instagram renders brought to life. How, how did it start? How did this come about? <laughs> well, it is a bit of a dream come true, I must say. I mean, uh... Something the team and I at Morgan in the, in the design studio have, have fantasised about for years was harking back a little bit to Morgan's history of um, endurance trialling and, and bouncing these things around field and off-road. There's quite a good bit of legitimate archive history there. Um, so we, we've drawn these things periodically. Um, but it wasn't until a few years ago when we embarked on the uh, CX platform project, the new aluminium platform, we thought, how can we really bring attention to the underpinnings when the car looks visually, you know, similar? So we, we drew a few bits and pieces, and uh, we had a sketch on the wall in the studio. And recently, one of our um, one of our investors came round and visited, and him, he and the CEO walked into our office and went, "Oh wow, that's cool! We should build it." And sort of walked off. And we all looked at each other and went, <laughs> "Do you think he's serious?" Um, and then before we knew it, we were meeting up on a Saturday morning with. Um, some uh, some Dakar experts, an amazing outfit called Rally Raid UK, and uh, they were sat in our studio and we were talking around the sketches. We had our, our investors there and our CEO, and we just decided to do it. There was no um, no focus groups, no big <laughs> validation committees. We just thought. So it wasn't it wasn't the case that you sort of thought, right? Morgan has to do an SUV, and this is what you ended <laughs> up with. It was <laughs> absolutely not, and that's not a word we associate even remotely with this. This was this was about. I don't know, Morgan cars are very much about an experience, right? It's about doing something different, having great fun doing it. And I think, especially at the moment, that sense of people wanting adventure and experience, that's what this is focused on. It's not a competition race car. Mm -hmm. um, it's not going to do the Dakar rally. Um, but it is a legitimate adventure vehicle. Um, mm. And it is designed to, to perform as well. <laughs> and that's where Rally Raid came into play. Yeah. Right, let's get on to some of the specifics about this. Should we just start from the front and, and work through to the, sure. the rear? So what, I suppose the easiest thing is to say, what still exists from a, <laughs> <laughs> from a plus four? Okay, so, so outwardly, the nose cone yep. is untouched. And so are the doors. Otherwise, we've touched everything on the bodywork. Um, underneath the car, it's probably a good place to start at the front. It's based on our plus four. So mm -hmm. it's a B48 BMW engine, manual gearbox, two litre. Um, it's a turbocharged engine. It's exactly the same as we use in our road going plus four. 
Yeah. And that lives within the CX platform, which is our aluminium bonded riveted platform. We should say it's, 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 not, it's not a typo. It's not because some people might think, well, it should be XC, you know, cross country and all that. No, it's, it's CX, <laughs> no, you know, the CX, sort of 110 uh, years kind of it's, platform. It's marketing spiel, Roman and, numeral. <laughs> right, and, the, and the T stands for? 110. And the T stands for trialing. So that's, that's the hark back to the trialing. Yeah. trialing 110 years of Morgan trialing. Um, so that's the CXT platform, and that has been pretty well untouched. And that's quite important for us. We wanted to show what the thing can do. Um, but then that's when it all starts changing a little bit. So in the corners, we borrowed the, um, the wishbones from a plus six, the wider body car, to give us that extra articulation. That's on XTC dampers, proper setup underneath, um, so it does its job when it gets rough. And I think that was one of the things that gave me confidence. You, you know this is genuine when you hear what dampers... Yeah are on it because I mean XTC it's nice they're a nice British company anyway but you yeah. know they've been used in WRC and stuff like that for years they are proper yes. proper things aren't and, they and Rally Raid you know they've built 50, 60 back of cars <laughs> and amazing success of getting vehicles across the line they know what they're doing they presented options to us and it was kind of a case of where well, you could have this but what you really want is this and, spend your money and, on the dampers that's, that's it you're going to spend it on that anything was, that was the focus yeah. but we didn't make it too easy for them what we were especially in the design team myself and my colleagues especially were really adamant we didn't want to grow the car we didn't want to make a Morgan monster truck Morgan's quite a USP actually at the moment is that we still build sweet little British sports cars they're narrow and they're slight and they're light and um, we didn't want to lose that identity so we wouldn't budge a, we wouldn't budge a millimeter on the track <laughs> so this car is still the same footprint as a plus four and that was really important to us and actually we used the opportunity to get a few things across the line so it's a nightmare for the fabricators welding these headlight pods on, but we just wanted them a bit closer together um, just to pinch that nose a little bit. So it's definitely a small British car. But then you can see on the front, we have protected it. Yeah. So there's a big six millimeter steel under tray on the front of the car. Um, we did a shakedown here in this quarry a couple of months ago and I'd never sat in this before. And uh, there's a chap, a rally raid guy called Beady, really experienced driver, took me out. And I'm not a nervous passenger, but I was sat in there like, I don't need to be here, I've got kids, you know, this is scary. Um, but there was a, at one point, he, he took us off the edge of this flipping cliff and there was a boulder there, 16 inch across. And I went, you know, that's game over. It's been fun, see you later guys. And it just exploded and the car carried on. So all the business at the front end for that. Yeah. Um, lots of little touches you'll see on the cooling, so really worked out the under air management the idea is these can go and do a classic rally raid in that in um sort of morocco or something in the deserts and um inside getting the airflow right was key so, so we've got these that's it extra intakes build up some pressure on the lower part of the radiator it's split inside you can see behind the mesh to send more over the bonnet and you'll notice at the back the bonnet's lifted an inch um just to manage some of that air out each bonnet as you know at morgan is entirely handmade to fit so our craftsmen are hand beating the panels in a slightly different orientation around the bonnet area. And even the louvers are laid out slightly differently. And um, we've got some um, sort of like saddlebags on each side. That one is yep. so this for storage. Is, this this is one your, isn't. Well, this is your towing extraction equipment. <laughs> yeah. This is your, your, your snatch ropes and things. And that side, that's actually a big desert spec air yeah, filter. Yeah. It's got sort of easily to stow away replaceable cartridges you can take inside the vehicle, but... I mean, the, the rally raid guys will tell you more about it. But essentially, I think you can be under the sand and it's still breathing. Yeah. So um, that's extra air filter capacity on the outside. Um, and then, yeah, wheel arches completely cut out. So you can see they're much more open now to allow for the articulation on the, on the travel there. Are the owls of any significance? 
<laughs> so, uh, so the uh, the owl is a little bit of a. This is this is actually widely unknown. I don't think we've ever talked about the owl. Okay. Um, you could call it our cloverleaf. It's our okay. insignia that it represents. This is a car that's come from the design team. That you would never see this on a production car. You'd, you'd probably not see it on a customer's car. This is a car that's special to us. And at Morgan, we have a. A largely unknown mascot. There's an owl that's lived above the PDI bay where customers come to collect their cars, a stuffed owl. And he's lived there forever. No one really knows where he came from. He's a bit of a mythical Morgan creature. And he looks over all the cars. You know, he's almost yeah. the overseer. Yeah. Um, and we just thought it was a really nice representation of... <laughs> Essentially, he lives there to stop pigeons coming in. And, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, opening themselves up on top of the bonnet. So, uh, you know, the, the owl is there as a bit of a protecting mascot to Morgan. And for us, it's, you know, it's the mark of approval on a, a Morgan-designed car. Excellent. Oh, that's really nice. Um, lights, spot lamps up here. Yeah, Big so spot lamps. What's been super cool here is we're approaching the car from an aesthetic design Morgan point of view. Rally Raid are approaching it purely from function. Every little detail has been considered. Um, spotlights, driving them on the road, people may consider that you, you shouldn't have them. You could get pulled over, so they've got the covers on them. Mm -hmm. You don't want these covers hanging around in the car, so we replace the plastic covers for upholstered covers made out of nice leather. A little stowaway bag here to store them all. Little details like that make all the difference. On the top, your side screens, as you know, on a Morgan, can be removed. We've got the extra replicated fixings, so we can lock them into place on top. Moving rearward, you can see the shovels, the sand tracks, the pelly cases. Everything's got a well-designed place. Yeah. After 10 days of driving across a desert, the last thing you want to do is faffing around with boxes and storage. And it's about just making the adventure easy and, and sort of organised. Yeah. And then obviously this T45. Yep. Big T45 external cage. This drops through the new composite hardtop to hit an internal cage. Um, it's not an FIA approved race cage, it's just adding safety, but also somewhere to hold everything and just strength. Um, and it looks cool. And super useful. I mean, some of the clients that are, that are investing in these cars, they want mountain bike racks on the top. <laughs> One guy's taking his paddle boards and surfboards and things, and you know, it's all about that adventure. So you've got this big setup ready for accessories. All right, one, one guy's well got mounting points to lift it onto a boat that's and right, stuff like that's that. That's right, that's right. There's some, there's some lifting points to, um, to load it onto a yacht and, uh, and move it around the world to have trips and adventures. Um, and then as we move down here, obviously the stuff we have got yep. at the back, we've got these pelly cases yep, in here. Yeah, that's right. So in terms of the equipment and things, a um, couple of pelly cases. So you were on a trip, you, um, you know, you've got limited access to what you can get. Everything needs to be easily pulled out, so these just slide out sideways. Um, if we were to do an expedition with clients, you know, they may even have luggage waiting at the hotel. But the idea here is that you've got enough stuff to sort of get you to the hotel and be well prepared. There's a toolbox here that won't repair everything on the car, but everything that will stop you finishing your journey can be fixed with what's in this box. Really nicely curated and packaged. A couple of rotor packs here, fuel, water, and obviously spare tyres, jacks, and, um, and the wheel bars and things. And These are really cool little <laughs> military-grade sand, sand, um, sand boards just to sort of climb out of everything. Yeah, they are incredibly grippy, aren't they? That's, um, you should point out that the exhaust side exit is not just because it's cool. It's, it's obviously there functionally as well because, well, it gives greater 
ground clearance and I think it's if you're reversing out of stuff as well you don't want the exhaust pointing that's, ex- that's exactly right you yeah. know our first sketch had them on the rear the rally road guys are telling us they need to be on the side and take <laughs> exhaust pipes off going backwards and a lot of logic in that yeah um price so there'll be seven of these, seven client cars. Um, it's hard to say how much they are. Everyone's a bit different. Some have got bike racks, some have got surfboards, like I say, lots of slightly different configurations. But, you know, you could say 170000 um, yeah. before the tax. Um, Which yeah, pretty given... much where these are positioned. But yeah. you can almost do the, the maths as you walk around with the penny <laughs> cases and the bits and pieces. And it sort of does make sense, we think, as a value proposition. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think the thing that I really like is that from all the bits on it, you just look at it and think, I want to go on an adventure in it. It, it is that sort of ethos about it. So, no, yeah. that's, that's exactly right. It's, that's pretty much squarely where we're aiming it. So. <laughs> right, time to go on an adventure in, in Wales then. <laughs> <laughs> the CXT is road registered, of course, but for today, we're sticking to this varied and frankly fabulous off-road playground, which is hidden in the hills of North Wales. Although, if you squint a bit, this almost could be Africa somehow, all the bleached grass. Just in case you weren't aware, I haven't actually aged 20 years over the space of a few minutes. It is just very dusty here today, and obviously we haven't got the sides on, so yeah. I have that explorer look, I think. Rather like it. It's the sort of Moss Jenks end of the Mealy Mealia look. I've always fancied that rather. This has been designed so actually you can take this composite roof off and go completely al fresco. So because this is a standard plus 400 the bonnet, we've got 255 brake horsepower, 258 pounds for the torque. And you can do skids very easily on gravel. <laughs> I like the fact you can hear it breathing through that intake over there bit of Darth Vader going on. It obviously weighs a little bit more, so it's just over 1,200 kilos. I think this is opposed to nearer 1,000 for the standard car because of all the kit we've got on the back. But it still dances around. We've got 125 mil of travel, which is not a huge amount. But I love it through here. We've got the rock on the inside. So it's definitely still very connected to the road. There is only so much that it will cope with. And you have to measure your speed in places but that's kind of I kind of like that it makes it a bit more of a challenge you're not just gonna drive straight over everything the important thing is it feels tough enough to take the hits when they come obviously one of the reasons for Morgan building this is to show their reliability because well perhaps you might have ideas about exactly what sort of reliability they have but this hasn't missed a beat all day. It certainly rattles and thumps a bit, but it's all stayed together. It's actually got a really nice balance to it. I feel happier sliding this around than the road version, to be honest. The fact that this has been developed with a proper Dakar outfit means that they've thought of all sorts of little things. So we didn't really talk about the interior of this, but Obviously, a lot of it is just normal Morgan. A lot of these dials and things you would find in a plus four, but we've got phone mount there, a little sort of tucking away for all the cables in there. We've also got the light for map reading when you're going along. 
two switches here, so they're both turned to the left. Then you've got road mode, the left one to the right. That's your off-road mode, so you've got about sort of 40% locking on that rear diff. And then you can turn the right one to the right. You lock the diff completely, so if you need to extricate yourself from sand, if you've got the sandboards out and stuff like that. But it's other little things, so it's not just the mechanics that you're thinking about. It's the fact that, well, We've got obviously the first aid kit back there. And then you've got your food pouches down here, which have got that sort of silvery lining to them. So they're like cool pouches, I suppose. And they're easily accessible, so you can get to them as you're going along. Equally, you've got the navigators sort of thing in there, so all your document pouch, which is removable. So if you're going through borders and stuff, keep that with you. Things like that, that they've really thought about. This is been designed to be used. It's not just a styling exercise or just a, a simple plaything. You can really see that they want people to go and have adventures in these. I hope they do. I know they're only building seven customer cars, but I sort of hope they find a way to build some more, make it more of a production car, because I think more people really, really enjoy this. It's a bit like people discovering gravel riding from road bikes. I think there's just a real appetite for that sort of thing, that sense of adventure going off the beaten track. After all, Ariel certainly seems to have made the business case work for its nomad, and the internet went wild for Singer's ACS, the Dakar-style 911. As for where you'd ever use it, well, Morgan is planning to organise trips to Morocco for the owners of the CXTs, and I've always fancied the idea of exploring the Strada Bianchi in Italy. Perhaps a jaunt from Peking to Paris could be attempted, or maybe you'll just enjoy confidently being able to use the overflow parking in the field. The CXT reaching parts that other Morgans cannot reach. Oh, you feel those dampers start to work if you get up more speed. It's got pretty good balance too, because you look at it and all that weight out the rear, you think, oh, how's that going to feel? But you can slide it around pretty well. Obviously, you're still going to be patient to get that long nose into the corner, but pretty good. Well done, little car. Well, that's one of the things about this. You sort of form an affinity with it, a bond with it, because it's doing things that shouldn't be possible. It's the, it's the little car that can. It is, of course, a lot of money. But I like the fact that it didn't just remain as a pipe dream on a piece of paper on a design office wall. What's more, I rather hope that at least some of the learnings from the CXT's development might trickle down to other Morgans in the future. And maybe, if people like this, a slightly more affordable version might one day make it to the regular lineup. Here's hoping, because, like the Bonkers three-wheeler, the CXT makes the automotive landscape a better, more fun place just for existing. Thank you.